Welcome back to another video on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and as you can imagine, when I just said that motto, Expand Your Awareness, guess what my hands did? They made the motion. I'm willing to bet that maybe even you felt inclined to make the emotion. Maybe not. Actually, I don't know. I do get people sometimes are like, every time I see you do it, I do it too. And I'm like, that's cool. It's like a hand gesture movement thing, you know? So here we are at another episode. This is a awesome episode. I'm not saying that to be cocky. I am saying that because we just got done doing it. It was a almost an hour-long Q&A on Instagram, and I touched on a whole bunch of different topics. And one of the, some of them were more esoteric. Some of, a lot of them were on, of course, the law of attraction, understanding different techniques, understanding how to go about the process. And I just felt there was a lot of flow in that conversation. It just was perfectly aligned. And at the end, we got very esoteric. I'm going to warn you right now. Talked about uh, extraterrestrials, talked about consciousness, talked about what we do in our dream state, who we are as expanded awareness. Got pretty deep, but it was a very fun episode. I really enjoyed it. And I want you to let you know that I hope you enjoy it as well. So if you guys aren't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Aaron underscore Dowdy 44 because that is where you can see them live, the Q&As, and ask questions. But I'll always have them here as well. And I'm going to be mixing it up too. Of course, eventually I'm going to be doing more interviews. And I'm going to be doing more interviews with, you know, having people and um, asking them questions and hanging out with other people in my area and my niche maybe even different niches and stuff, kind of mix it around a little bit. And that's going to eventually happen. But right now, I've been so busy with other things. I just don't I don't really have the time to reach out and find that and do that every week, you know. Uh, but I'm doing my best to get an episode out every week and to make it also high quality. So my goal is to give as much value as I can in these podcast episodes. And I'm blown away. I get so much good feedback from the people watching the podcast. They're like, oh, I watch your podcast all the time. I really enjoy it. Um, and I'm surprised by it because I, I guess I always view YouTube is like my main thing. You know what I mean? Like YouTube is number one. Podcast is kind of like the side chick. But eventually, who knows? Maybe the podcast becomes like, I, I'll be honest, I love doing and filming the podcast episodes. It's so raw, you know? It's like just kind of talking about stuff that I feel about. And even though, and even now, I feel like I'm kind of mumbling. So I'm going to go ahead and get to the Q&A because I don't, I want, I value your time and I want to add as much value as I can. So uh, one other announcement is that I have teamed up with Gaia.com. Do you guys know Gaia.com? G-A-I-A.com. The reason I say this is because I actually have subscription with Gaia, and I have a page on Gaia now. You guys should go check out my page. It's really cool. It's Gaia.com slash Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, and you'll see a list of all my top favorite options for uh, like episodes for quantum physics, episodes for my favorite shows, and you can even watch some of them for free. They're there for free. And there's like a deal trial where you get 99 cents for your first month, and it's only 9.90 cents. It's cheaper than Netflix uh, for the most part. And it's like Netflix, but the enlightenment of Netflix. So the one of the most powerful things I found is being able to put positive energy into my mind as well as my environment, making sure that's on point. But one of the best ways to do that is to make sure you're constantly exploring deeper levels of your own consciousness, learning from people that are 
uh, that are kind of into the things that you like to study. And, uh, and I assure you that Gaia has a whole bunch of those stuff. I'll most likely eventually be and have something on Gaia when it comes to a show or something like that. That's something that's definitely probable in the future. So I remote viewed and I saw that in the future. So I thought, I'd, I'm just kidding. I did not do that. <laughs> But that would be funny if I did. I'm like, I remote viewed and I saw myself on Gaia and I had my own show and I'm here to let you know about it now a year in advance. But that's something that's that could possibly be in the works. Um, so I was, that's why I teamed up with them. So Gaia, G-A-I-A dot com slash Aaron. And you will see options there to get free videos that you can watch. Plus, just to get a taste for it, because uh, I'm confident you're going to like it. And uh, yeah, that's something that you can, you know, you can try. I think you'll enjoy it and you'll get a lot of expansion from it as well. And you'll see my favorite shows too. I'm going to keep that page regularly updated with my favorite shows. So with that being said, let's get into the live Q&A, which is about an hour long. It's awesome. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And I will see you inside. Peace, much love, and namaste. Welcome back to another live Q&A. This is where what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing the uh, the live Q&As for the podcast episode as well. So what I'm going to be doing is doing like this Q&A section is going to be at the end of the podcast. So uh, you guys can always check back the podcast to see the last week's live Q&A. Uh, we have a whole bunch of people joining now. Hello, Nicola. Hello, Nostalgiador. Mm stephanie jane hello life is for joy i like that name uh watch the irish hello everybody so today i thought i'd jump on for about 20 30 minutes answer some of you guys' questions because this is going to go at the end of the podcast like i was mentioning in the middle uh at the the beginning so cool got a whole bunch hey luke nice to see you um cool a whole bunch of you guys you guys got on pretty quick today Seems like, yeah, there's more. You guys have got on quicker than normal. And normally I do them in like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, sometimes like 6 or 7. So maybe a little bit later is better for you guys. You guys let me know. Do you guys think that I should be doing live Q&As later in the day or earlier in the day? Later in the day, go ahead and uh, go ahead and push the, the heart button so I can see. Okay, now if you guys want it earlier in the day, push the heart button so I can see. It takes a minute. There's like a lag here. So, okay. I don't know what, I don't know. So there's so much of a lag. Okay. If you guys want, just push one, put in one as a comment. If you guys want me to do them more in like the first half of the day, maybe till like five o'clock PM and after five push, put in number two. So one or two, two is for after 5 PM. One is for before 5 PM in a comment because the, the timing is so weird for the, um, the hearts and everything. So it's hard to, Hard to know. And then I'll come back to here in a little bit and I'll check it out and we'll see what the verdict is. So yeah, how you guys doing? So this is the setup right now. Right now I am just, you got the board right over there. That's where I've been doing a lot of the training sessions. We got the classic uh, camera over there. You got that right there, which is the light setup. So I just thought I'd set it up today because it's kind of darker outside already. So normally I like walking around and stuff. Okay, a lot of two. So after five, I'm guessing, yeah overwhelming decision is after five o'clock p.m. so I will make sure to start doing it from there so guys go ahead and ask questions and uh, as you guys ask questions I will pick some and I will answer them yeah so what did I do today today I filmed for the uh, emotional 
transformation training that I've been doing. If you guys didn't know, I've been doing a free training series on emotional transformation, understanding how we can raise and elevate our emotional set point. So I've kind of explained this before, but I used to feel like on a scale of one to 10, one feeling not so great, 10 feeling amazing. I used to feel at about a three to a five was my base point. That's like how I felt. So of course there's like spikes and whatnot. Like sometimes you'll feel really good and sometimes you won't. But my general set point was like a three to a five. And then what happened is I learned meditation. I learned how to observe my thoughts. I learned how to not necessarily to, uh, to identify with my thinking and my beliefs. And when I did that, I then went from a three to five on that scale out of one out of 10 to then a seven or an eight. I started feeling totally different. So because of that, I decided that what I want to help people do is understand how uh, they can transform their own emotional set point. So that's why I created a free training series. And if you guys are interested, you'll see it in my bio to join that. You just uh, sign up and I'll send you the videos over the next couple days. So yeah, uh, let me see. So hello, everybody. We got a lot of people. Um, let's see. Taina uh, Tai. Titus says, question, what are signs showing your manifestations are coming? Um, normally, so there's this thing that's very powerful. This is from the book called Reality Transurfing. Now, Reality Transurfing is a powerful process for understanding like the energy of what we want to create in our life and how we can like not give things too much importance because when we make it something too important, we create resistance with it. There's this thing in it called the wave of success. Now, a wave of success is when you are understanding that everything in life is fundamentally neutral. When you give positive meaning to little things that happen, you start to almost in a way milk the experience. So think of it like this. You're going out and somebody just does something small for you. They open up the door while you're walking into the gym or wherever you're going. I go to the gym a lot, so that's what I can think of. So what happens is, is somebody I, opens the door for me. So instead of me just being like, oh, cool, somebody opened the door just like walking in, it's almost like you almost like milk the experience. You almost uh, kind of like are grateful for something that small. And by being grateful for something that small, you bring more of that because you're giving it a little bit more meaning than you would have given it. Now you're not giving it more importance, but you're giving it positive meaning. So when you do that consistently, you're just constantly on this wave of success. So the signs that they're coming up is that you start to see little things happen. Sometimes it happens in momentum. And what happens is when you pay attention to that momentum, you start to see more and more evidence of it. Whatever you focus on will grow and whatever you focus on, you'll start to see more of. So pay attention to what you're focusing on, because if you're focusing on it not being here, then you're reinforcing that, especially if you feel a gap in the emotions of it, because then you're going to continue to perpetuate that feeling of lack. And with that feeling of lack comes more of that evidence. You'll look around and be like, yo, where's my stuff? But you look around and you don't see it. So you're like, oh, negative emotion, negative resistance. And that keeps it locked into place. So the solution is to allow. And as weird as like, uh, for a long time on the YouTube channel, I was mainly just talking about taking massive action because I was so rewarded for it. I started, you know, taking massive action towards my goals and my dreams and I got rewarded for it. I still think action is powerful. However, I'm learning more and more that it's really about the energy state. It's the emotions as well, because then you start to tap into it in a totally different way. So I'd say the signs are that little things happen that you give positive meaning to. But remember, the true degree of change is not whether anything on the outside actually changes. It's whether you change, not dependent on the outside. So what that means is even if the outside doesn't change, if your internal state of being is dependent 
on what is happening on the outside, then you haven't actually changed. You're still dependent on the outcome. Dependent on the outcome creates resistance. So what I encourage you to do is to be okay either way. To be cool if it happens. It's not necessary, but hey, it'd be cool. And if you have that mentality, it's a lot more likely that it does happen. So it's, a, it's like this balance of energy, of understanding how that works. So yeah, that's what I would say is a powerful way. Um, let's see. Okay, so hello, I'm a fairy, says, I feel so inferior to others. I can't believe in myself. Any tips? So anytime there's a question in your mind that you're wondering, and I say this for everybody because this I see this so often, and this is a very powerful sign for you because when you become aware of this, it changes everything. In the sentence itself, it says, I feel inferior to others. I can't believe in myself. What if you just simply can't believe in yourself, therefore you feel inferior to others? In the definition itself that says, I can't believe in myself, that's a belief. And it may be a belief that doesn't have to be true, but it's in the definition that's showing you, that's saying that you have a belief that's out of alignment with who you really are. And understand, you never really doubt yourself. You just have a 100% belief in an ideology that doesn't serve you. So what do I mean by this? There really is no such thing as lack. Lack doesn't really exist. There's abundance of everything. If you experienced, if you experience lack, you're really experiencing an abundance of lack because the focus is on lack. If you believe that you don't, you know, you can't believe in yourself. It may just be a focus that's perpetuating more and more of that experience. Therefore you keep getting it, but you don't really doubt yourself. You just you put your trust in an ideology or a definition that really doesn't serve you. So it's about being aware of what is that definition. So start to ask yourself that question. What definition do I have about myself that doesn't have to be true for me? What definition do I have? What belief do I have that is out of alignment from who I really am? And as you start to become aware of what that is, you start to become aware. You start to then neutralize it in the awareness is where everything is transcended in the light of awareness, because the only time you can have a habit is if that habit is something you are unaware of. The moment you become aware of it, it is then a choice. So then if you go forth and you're aware that you have this belief that says, I don't believe in myself, you're like, well, I believe in something. I believe something to be true about this. I believe that I'm not worthy. Okay. Why do I believe I'm not worthy? Well, when I was in kindergarten, someone kicked me in the shins one time and told me I was stupid. And I started to believe I was, and I felt inferior in that moment. If you start asking these questions, you'll start to get these memories that come in your mind and you say, whoa, that doesn't have to, that would, that happened 20 years ago, but for some reason I'm still carrying it around. And then what you could do is you can look at it and say, this doesn't serve me anymore. It's only having power over you if you are unaware of it. But the moment you become aware of it is the moment you start to take your power back. So it's that awareness. It's the awareness of what that is. And when you become aware of it, you start to really transcend it. Feeling inferior to others. Understand everybody is on the same level playing field. We could say some people are higher awakened than other people and some people are more spiritual than other people, but that develops an ego of itself. The truth of the matter is we are all spiritual beings having a temporary human experience, whether we're aware of it or not. But nonetheless, if we view someone as inferior or not, you know, someone above or below, we are imbalancing that important. We're making someone more important than us. We're making someone less important if we think we're arrogant. And a lot of times the, you know, the universe, we, whatever we want to call it, will literally throw you on your ass if you're doing that. 
if you are thinking that you're better than everyone else. That's why it's about balancing out that ego, being aware of it. I have a lot of confidence in myself and I will, and I still, sometimes I do keep myself in check because I make sure that I'm not viewing myself as better than anyone. I have a lot of confidence. So sometimes people will look at me and may, they may think I'm arrogant, but the truth is I don't think I'm better than anyone else. I just think that I'm the best version of myself. And sometimes there will be people that look at that, that then think that maybe that person's like in their, you know, kind of has like a big ego or something, but it's being aware of that. As long as you're not identified with it, having confidence means that you're aware that everyone else can do the same thing. When I do what I've done on YouTube, for example, you could do the same thing. Anybody can do the results that someone gets is very repeatable. It's very replicable. It just matters who's willing to put in the work, who's willing to put in the effort. We are all fundamentally able of the same things. Now, maybe some people have a little bit more abilities in certain areas than others, but maybe that's tied to their passion as well. You know, maybe we look at someone and say, well, I'm not six foot eight and like a basketball player and that person is, well, it has to do with understanding that self-awareness and what you are really passionate about. So view yourself, know that we're all on the same level playing field. Don't get this notion that you are more spiritual than anyone else, higher enlightened than anyone else, because everyone is a reflection at a deeper level of our own consciousness. So by saying someone else is below us, we're in a way projecting that onto someone else. And that may just be showing us more and more of that experience. Like for example, we could say, Oh, this is how I, this is a, it, we could be saying that, you know, I had some like awakening meditation experience. I'm this and like, I'm more enlightened now that comes a lot when you go through a spiritual awakening. But what may happen is you start to believe that you in a way are on this, like there's pedestal, like maybe smarter, more aware than other people. But the key to it is being aware that everyone has the potential for that. No one is better or worse. Then what we do sometimes is we may say, oh, people don't understand what I'm going through. They're just not on that same level. So what we do then is we develop this belief that there aren't people that are similar. So then we start to create this experience where there aren't people that think similarly around us. The key is to be aware of that and then drop it and realize we're all in the equal playing field. We're all becoming more and more aware of who we are. And the more that we tap into this, the more we start to become really who we are meant to be. So yeah, be aware of that. Uh, I know that was a long answer to that. But be aware of that belief that you have in the definition. Oh, good question. And then, and then uh, that, will, that will help. So uh, here's a good one. I get asked all the time about the third eye, the third eye. I have a meditation. I'm going to release it. How about on Friday? I made it two days ago. It was an amazing meditation. When I make these meditations, by the way, I'm not saying amazing meditation. I'm like this egoic, like amazing meditational maker person. What I mean is like it almost just kind of flows through me when I do it. Like I'm in a flow state and it just comes. Like how do I make daily meditations every day. It's all improv. I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm saying because it's flowing through me. It's something that I'm just kind of allowing to happen. So there's one coming out on Friday on the third eye, and it has to do with understanding how we can use a visualization process to enhance our awareness and to see things from a more neutral point of view. I view it as more of this, I guess, more relatable standpoint. Sometimes people like to hear the very mystical type experiences, which it can still be. I view it more like this. Left eye, right eye, duality. We see through left brain, right brain, good, bad, light, dark, duality. We're living in a dualistic type nature by looking around in 3D reality, right? The third eye represents that of a singular point of focus, observation, transcending duality, transcending good and bad, left and right, light and dark. 
when we transcend those, we start to get into a new level of awareness because we see things for what it is. And at the fundamental core level, one could say that everything is perception and it's kind of a unique idea, but I view it more like that because it's more relatable. I could say, oh, you do this and all of this stuff. And I'm not saying none of that can't happen. I'm not saying it's not even true. I'm saying that the way I, I like to represent what I um, speak about is for my own relatable experiences. And some of that will have this new, this new video that's coming out. will have a little bit more of the mystical stuff in it, but it's still grounded in the awareness that I normally share in my channel. So that'll come out on Friday. You can see that if you're watching this after on the podcast, you can see that if you go to Aaron Dowdy on YouTube and you type in uh, third eye meditation, Aaron Dowdy, you'll see it there. Uh, what did you eat today? I went with my buddy, Victor Odo, and we go to this place in Vegas uh, called protein house. And there they have this uh, tofu bowl that I always get. Uh, this place in Vegas, you count, it's called counting your macros. It's where count the calories. You know what it is. It says it on the menu, so it's nice because you don't have to like figure it out because I'm in a deficit right now, which means I'm cutting. Um, I've been doing it for about two months now. I've lost probably about 15 pounds. I was so editing and everything that I was starting to gain like a, a gut. So I was like, okay. So I, I got serious about it. And you may have tell my face. Uh, my face a couple months ago, my face and my, the videos, I had a lot more uh, meat in my face. So I definitely lost some weight. Um, but yeah, I eat uh, a lot of vegetables, tofu. Um, it just kind of depends. Um, they have these Beyond Meat burgers that are really good. And then I also ate uh, acai bowl. This place has amazing acai bowls. And they put like this vegan protein powder in. It's so good. Victor and I are going back to Sedona, by the way, uh, next week. So we're going to be doing a live Q&A at Bell Rock. Kind of like we did at Red Rock, but now we'll be doing that at Bell Rock. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, well, so uh, I look forward to that. We're going to have a lot of fun when we go, and we're going to film a lot of videos while we're out there. Um, uh, Natalie says, full moon on the 13th. What is today? I don't know. Really? Tomorrow? Cool. I need to go outside and look at the – I used to always know when the, they were coming up, but it's been – I've been so – busy with this uh, emotional transformation training course and everything. So, uh, okay, here's a good question. Hi, Aaron. I want to know, what's the key to consistency in terms of changing your lifestyle? The key to consistency is making a choice and just sticking with it. When you make a choice, you you make a choice from a point of this is the way it is. You You have to develop that willpower, that muscle to do so. And when you do it, it makes it easier with time. The only hard time it really is to make a habit or to do something is in the very early stages because you haven't done it yet. It's not a familiar pattern. When you're breaking a pattern that maybe you've had over hundreds and hundreds of times of doing, like a pattern of getting up in the morning and when you get up, you just lay in bed and you don't feel like getting up with the alarm clock or whatever. There's a certain pattern, that momentum of you not getting up with the alarm clock, but the first 10 times you do it will feel a little bit hard, but eventually it gets easier and easier and easier. And then when the alarm goes off, you just go five, four, three, two, one. It's called the five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one. You count down five, four, three, two, one, and you do it. You don't give yourself time to let the mind come in because the mind wants to keep you comfortable. The mind wants to keep you in whatever comfort zone you're in. And when you become aware that that's all your mind is trying to do, your mind is a mechanism that keeps you safe. Now I'm not saying to like, you know, say screw the mind and you know, ego is the enemy. What I am saying is be aware of how your mind works. Be aware that it's trying to keep you safe. And when you're aware of that, it makes it that much easier for you to push through. 
So consistency is a choice. When you make a choice, you have to start almost proving to yourself that when you make a choice, that's the way it is. It's almost law that you will do something. That's the way I do it because then I don't give myself a lot of people. They'll make a choice and they'll go back on it three days later. I made a choice back in uh, February of 2017 that changed my life forever. That choice was I'm going to make a video a day no matter what. And I don't, I didn't give myself an excuse. Two weeks into it, I, I still had a job at Barney's New York and I had a job and I was working full time plus making videos full time plus not, you know, maybe only sleeping five, six hours a night sometimes, but I made a choice and I didn't let that slide. And even one time, Oh, what, are, what if tomorrow, you know, it's not going to make that big of a deal. You know, it's about just that awareness and that choice because knowing and believing in the vision, believe in your vision, believe in whatever that is, because if you believe in it, it makes it so much easier for you to follow through because you have a vision at the end of it. You have a vision that you're living from that end right now. So consistency is about a choice right now. Maybe you can make a choice. What choice can you make right now? That is the law. That is what you're going to do. And you're not going to fall back on it. Something that you know is better for you. You, you don't need to should yourself. It's called like everyone shoulds all over themselves, right there. I should do this. I should do that. I pick one thing and just do it. And one small thing every day can make a big change a year from now. I made one video a day. And at the time I had, uh, we had on the channel, like 2000 subscribers and it's grown so much, not because it was one video that just exploded to what, you know, something it was the little bit every day and then a pop and then a little bit every day and then a pop. You see what I mean? That's also how it works in life. You build up, you build up. And when you see someone that appears to be lucky, know that a lot of times to be lucky, you've got to put in quite a bit of consistency and then the luck just happens. It's because in a way you've built up a reservoir of energy, a reservoir of, of uh, value maybe, or whatever it is. And that reservoir then eventually comes back at you. Um, let's see. All right. Good question though. Okay. How to protect your energy, but grow it. Uh, first off, I would say, be aware of your beliefs about your energy. A lot of times people be like, how do I protect my energy from negative people? How do I do this? I got to shield myself from this. I got to always do this. Be aware of how you feel when you're around other people, but realize that the more importance you give to believing that your energy field is so susceptible to everybody else, the more that that actually becomes true. So for example, for a long time, uh, especially back when I had my awakening in 2012, I was so like, can't, can't do this. Can't eat here. Can't drink water at a restaurant because it's got fluoride in it. I can't uh, do what else. Um, I couldn't go in a pool because it has chlorine in it. Like it's my energy is so meek that it's going to like just be so effective. But you see what I mean? It's like, it's a perspective that's very limiting sometimes. So be aware of your beliefs about energy in general. Now be aware of it in the same way. Don't be careless with it. You know, maybe don't go do stuff that drains your energy. If you're around people that are constantly draining your energy, be aware of it. Um, but at the same time, make sure that you just know that you have that self-awareness of how you can ground yourself, ground yourself every day. Another thing I'd recommend is putting the energy over your heart just with your hands. The heart, this is like scientifically proven that if you put your hands and your awareness inside of your heart for just a couple minutes a day, that will grow the electromagnetic energy around your body and that will strengthen the head and the heart coherence. There are actually neurons in your heart that connect to your brain. And when you make that coherence, it changes your whole energy field. So I would focus more on that. Even right now, if you guys just take in a deep breath in, deep breath out with me, do this exercise. Yeah, you'll feel it. You'll know what you'll see what I mean. 
Just take it. Let's take a deep breath in, deep breath out, and put the awareness in your hands and over your heart. So let's take a deep breath in and out right now. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. And then feel the energy inside of your hand, inside of your heart. The more awareness you put here, the more you are growing that electromagnetic energy inside of your heart. And even right now, as you listen to the silence, to the sounds, the silence in between the words, you are now more present to the moment. So this is something that will leak into the rest of your day. You do that for 10 minutes a day, your energy will be on point. Your energy will begin to transform because you're creating a mind and heart coherence, which is very powerful to do. So... All right, let's see. Hi, Aaron. Your love meditation changed my life. Can you please do something about money? That's the only thing I cannot fix. Uh, happy to hear that. Yeah, if you guys don't know, the new style on YouTube is I do videos for 10, 15 minutes on explaining an idea. And the last 10, 15 minutes, almost of every video is going to be a meditation to wire it in. And all the meditations are kind of like improv, but they're, they're ways of, I believe, uh, transmitting the information in a very powerful way. So I'm happy to see people. I'm getting so much good feedback from people. I'm like, okay, this I've, I've had the idea for a long time, but I was almost afraid to do it because it was so different. No one else really does that. No one, everyone else does meditation videos, awareness videos, or like vlogging. And I'm like, why not mix the two? And I, I didn't do it for a long time, but I was like, you know what? I was, why not be different? You know, like this is, this could be like something that I really capitalize on. And I really kind of like help people understand how to, that education and meditation could be a thing. So anyways, that was a little tangent. Can you please do something about money? I have a, re I have a uh, parallel reality meditation video coming out on money, understanding how to embody the best version of yourself in an abundant type way of detaching from the story that you tell yourself. Parallel reality may sound esoteric, but it's something that actually science is really starting to show. And not only that, but what parallel reality is allow us to do is the awareness of it allows us to drop the story that is holding us back because the story that we tell ourselves is constantly controlling our life experience and the weight of our story will always keep us in the similar pattern unless we drop it. So that emotional transformation type training that I'm doing helps to release the story. The parallel reality meditation that I've done, that's got, uh, that's, that's kind of got, it's really blown up on YouTube. Uh, it's got over a hundred thousand views and the watch time on it is insane because it's a long video that people are going back to for the, um, for the, uh, to listen to it over and over again. The reason that's powerful is because it helps you to drop the story. So you can drop the story as well. Drop your story around money, change how you associate with money. How do you view money? I used to view money as something that was more like bad because I realized that the way that the money is ran by like the organizations and the stuff like that, like I had a negative connotation, but I changed my idea of it and realized that money is energy. And when I did that, I changed my relationship to it. All of a sudden, it starts flowing in my life in very powerful ways. So change your relationship first off, and then the meditation is coming out soon. I'll try to make that come out next week. I have all these meditation videos coming out. I'm trying to uh, bring them out in the order of what I think people want to see, so I'm doing my best for that. So, um, visualize. says, I love you, man. Glad I have the chance to observe. I love to hear that. Yeah, man. Much love back to you. Um, thank you. You guys are giving me like not... Lots of nice compliments. I appreciate all of you. Uh, okay, Natalie says, where to go to find like-minded individuals? Just moved to Austin looking for enlightened friends. I would say, um, I would say 
maybe Facebook, maybe find groups. You'd be surprised. I have a coaching academy online and there's 300 people in it ish and like three or 400 people in it. And there's people that are doing meetups all around. Like there's people in Seattle. There's three people meeting up in Seattle. I think one of them, I think, uh, Elena, uh, is in here and she's one of them that she's meeting up with other, other two other people from the group. So you never know. You don't, it doesn't necessarily need to be like, uh, you know, a thousand people meet up or something like that, or think it has to be that, that many people. It could be very simple, but, uh, find people via social media. I mean, everyone in this, everyone in this, um, chat right now are like-minded people. And there's, there's going to be a lot of people that I mean, you could just say like who here lives in Texas, who lives in Austin. When you're at places like this, you could ask that and you never know. You might find someone that does live in Austin as well. I know there's probably multiple people in this chat room right now that are from Vegas, you know, which is where I'm from or from LA, you know? So it's like, you just have to kind of ask the question, put it out there, put the intention out there that you want to meet people. Uh, and you, you'll begin to meet You'll begin to find more synchronicity in your life of that. Let's see. Fab Kika says you say to pretty much let go of control. Yeah. It's a funny paradox, but it's, the, it's a mix of having an intention but not being attached to how that intention comes to fruition, letting go of the outcome, have an intention, but let go of the outcome. Because a lot of times the best possible case scenario that our mind can think of that our ego can think of is actually the floor of the higher mind. So the ceiling to the ego mind is like the floor to the higher mind. So we may be thinking, Oh, I want to create this, 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 and this, but what if that is a limitation? And if we remain attached to that limitation, we block out all the other opportunities that could actually show us something much more uh, great. So it's about being aware of that. Briz Soulmate says, how do you manifest in seconds? Is that possible? First off, the, the frame from which the question comes, like when it comes to uh, manifesting in seconds, it can happen. Uh, it is possible. However, what I would focus more on is generating the emotion of what you want right now in the present moment. If you get on top of your emotions and you learn how to generate the emotions you want, then that is a natural side effect of it, that you getting what you want, that things happening quicker than ever. That's a side effect of your emotional state of consciousness, your emotional state of being about your focus on feeling into it. So what I would say is to focus more on that and then things will happen quicker than ever. But a lot of times when we give it this importance that something has to happen very, very quick, very much in seconds, then we create resistance. And then a lot of times, uh, sometimes we block it from actually happening. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nate says, Aaron, everyone around me is saying I should be worried about my company going under. They just laid off half my team. However, I'm feeling super calm about it. Do you think the universe is speaking? Could be. It depends on the meaning you give it. Now, what I will say is that one of the reasons you may be there is because you are being calm about it and you aren't feeling like you're not like some of those other people that are probably feeling like insecure about having their job. You are more chill. And because you're chill, you weren't one of those people. Maybe you're also a great employee. I don't know. But what I am saying is that ask yourself the question into it. Like ask your intuition. What is this trying to tell me? Maybe it's telling you to go in a different direction. Maybe it's telling you to put your eggs in different baskets. Maybe it's telling you that you are okay because you are in the right state of being and it's not affecting you. It depends. It's, it depends up to you. It could be any and all of those, but you're in that point of awareness, which is where the power is. So congratulations. Good for you. 
Okay, remember what I said, guys, about questions that are being asked with the beliefs inside of them? Pay attention to what you say because this is where all the power is. So there's another question. It says, how do I maintain feeling of, of accomplishment until I sleep? It is difficult. What if the only reason it is difficult is because you believe it is difficult? Because you're, in a way, inserting a definition there that says, it is difficult for me to maintain an accomplished feeling when I go to bed. You see what I mean? Be aware of that definition because then you say, why do I believe that? Well, I believe it because somehow I believe that my emotions aren't as something, you know, I, I don't think that I can control my emotions. Now, you don't want to control emotions, but you can direct your emotions by focusing on something else because whatever you focus on, you feel. So you can begin to re, in a way, you can begin to change your emotions by changing your focus. And when you're aware of those beliefs, you begin to change everything. So it's about having that awareness and how you can, uh, you can change it. So... Okay, so a couple questions about beliefs. This is a very powerful questions. I always say that even to me more powerful than even the LOA, the law of attraction, is that our beliefs create our reality. We always get a reflection in our life of what we believe to be true. To change your beliefs, you must first ask yourself the question, what do I believe to be true to be having this kind of experience? And then wait for the answer. Whatever answer comes up, and sometimes you can take that further. Okay, I believe this to be true. What memory in the past made this true for me. Maybe if you're like, what would I have to believe is true to be feeling insecure around, uh, around certain people? Well, I'd have to believe that they're better than me. I'd have to believe that I'm a shy person. I'd have to believe all these things. Okay, what reference experience wired that in when I was younger or at any time in my past? Okay, what memory was that? And then all of a sudden you realize there was this memory that comes up in your head. Now that you're asking the question, your brain is looking for the answer. It finds that one time that Ricky kicked you in the shins for something stupid and made you feel dumb and like you were unworthy and less than. And now you realize that Ricky doesn't have to affect you today, but he has been subconsciously. So what you could say is, screw Ricky from the most loving point of view, not you know giving it excess meaning or anything. What you could say is, yo, Ricky, Thank you for making me more aware of the beliefs I have now, even though that was 20, you know, 15 years ago. Thank you, because now I'm aware that I can change that. And you know what, Ricky? That was good of you, because now I'm more aware of how I can change my beliefs. I wouldn't be listening to this guy on Instagram right now about his beliefs and, or about um, how to change my beliefs, and I wouldn't know this stuff if it wasn't for me being led from that experience subconsciously 20 years ago. You see what I mean? Then you say, you know what? From now on, I don't choose for that to be true. Now you bring in the subconscious, brought it into the conscience, and you can say, screw it. You could say, thanks, Ricky, but no more. No more. And then it doesn't have power over you. Then you can choose, what do I prefer to believe? I'm going through this process, though, because I used to think that beliefs were where it's at, but I'm realizing is beliefs in themselves are also limitations. They're limitations. So it's almost like the best thing to do is just to keep releasing beliefs. If I believe, for example, that I, you know, I believe that I can make $500,000 a year, that's a limitation, right? Because 500,000 is a limit. Even though it's, it's a, a goal, it's still a limit, you see? So beliefs are all limitations. So be, just be aware of what the, those limitations are, what's relevant for you right now. That may eventually change. You may one day go, hey, that is actually undershooting it for myself. Do you see what I mean? This is just an analogy, but I'm using it just because I think people can relate to it. Um, but yeah, I saw a lot of questions about that. Um, let's see. Uh, 
The lady cat eye said that actor guy I told you about in the reality transurfing Facebook group. Uh, him and I are hanging out on Tuesday. Yeah, it's a real cool story. Uh, Elena met uh, met um, an actor from some childhood show. I forget who it was. She didn't say who it was because uh, she wanted to protect his privacy. She met him at a coffee shop or something, and they are actually. And then she just found it. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna reach out to him and see uh, if he if like he wants to go out for coffee or something like that." And he said yes. And it's like one of her. It's a show that she used to watch a lot. Uh, and yeah, it was a cool experience. So yeah, cool. Good for you. I think that's really cool. I remember she said that in the Facebook group. So yeah. Um, question, what are your thoughts on hypnotherapy and Reiki hypnotherapy? I'm looking into more and more because I realized that the meditations I'm doing, I used to just think they're guided meditations. They actually have hypnotherapy in it without me even really knowing. I mean, I, I've known NLP neuro linguistic programming for a long time, but it has it in it. So in a way, by listening to my meditations, you're also reprogramming your mind. Um, any of the subliminal ones I put in the description box exactly what is said so that you know because I think that a lot of people are listening to these subliminals with headphones and they don't even know what's said in them so I think that that's a risk so what you should do is you should only do it if you know what's being put into your mind uh, but nonetheless um, I think that they're both powerful they're both what is called permission slips so the power is really always within we give ourselves permission sometimes now maybe with hypnotherapy we can reach more into our subconscious mind and learn certain things about ourselves but at the same time, it's about knowing that it can be as easy as we make it. Sometimes we believe that it has to be this huge thing of hypnotherapy, 30 sessions, and then you know sometimes it can be as easy as just deciding we know what it is now, we decide to let it go. Now Reiki is the same thing. It's an energy. Uh, it's an energy energy work that people do that they can balance out people's energy and help them release stuff. We have an auric field around our body. This is something that certain machines can pick up. And it's, uh, it's something that I think is also, once again, a very powerful permission slip. But remember, the power is always within you. And that is where I always like to bring it back to instead of saying somebody else healed someone else. Somebody else admitted a certain frequency that didn't rubbed off on someone else. Because everything in life is frequency. This is what quantum physics shows us. It sounds different. sounds weird, but it's true. It's what quantum physics shows us. Um, thank you, um, Catherine. I appreciate all your nice comments. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. The Kate, uh, the lady cat eye said, you're not arrogant. You're actually really humble. Yeah, I'm humble. Thank you. I'm just kidding. But yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Do you recommend deadlines or specific dates to manifest something? Uh, with this, I'd say a little bit of this and that. I personally do a little bit of, I do have certain deadlines, but at the same time, I leave certain things more open. So you just have to get to the core. If it's creating internal resistance within you, sometimes that's good because it can propel you to take action, but sometimes it'll create resistance that gets, into, that gets in the way. So what I would do is I would be aware of that. And then as you're aware of that, you can decide to let it go. And um, by letting go, many times things will happen even faster. So. I, I'm a, I do believe in having certain goals, certain milestones, maybe find an accountability partner. Uh, my buddy, Victor Odo, who's also a YouTuber, uh, me and him are kind of our accountability buddies. We talk about our goals and what we're, what we're uh, setting to accomplish, what we want to do. We, have, we both want to get into public speaking. We both want to get into creating masterminds and all of these uh, other things. It's different ways of going about what we do. So we kind of keep each other accountable and stuff. Let's see. All right. 
Okay, remember what I said, guys, about the beliefs. Uh, oh, that was the same fucking question. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to get on it again. I must have scrolled up somehow. <laughs> I was like, I just said that. Uh, okay, yeah, I got to scroll down more. Let's see. All right. Okay, here's another question. Is it possible to manifest something in a specific date because you really need it to be that way? It is possible. That's kind of like the last question. It is possible, but if you find that when you do it, you're creating internal resistance, as in the feeling of lack, the feeling of negative resistance, then you might want to relax the internal state of being dependent on it happening. So you can almost have a knowing that even as you get closer, know that it happens, stay in that good energy state. See, this is what we do sometimes. 30 days out, I want to create this in my life, right? We view it, we imagine it, we take action with it, we're passionate about it. At day 20, we're like, it hasn't happened yet. We start to feel negative emotion. We start to freak out. And by freaking out, we resist it from happening. Don't make your internal state of being dependent on what happens on the outside. Instead, be happy no matter what. At day 29, remain in the same energy field that you were at day one with the same level of confidence, the same level of passion. And then day 30 is much more likely to happen what you want to happen, maybe even before that. So don't make your internal state of being dependent on it happening and don't give things meaning that say it's not happening because you never know the meaning of certain things, you know, um, little things. You guys remember I said that I lost my wallet? a couple days ago and then I found it. Remember I told you in the live Q and A, I said, you know what? I have a feeling I'm going to find it. And then I went to that protein house. I like go almost there every day with Victor and we went there and then out rocks one of the, the ladies that works there. And she goes, you left your wallet here 43 days ago. And I was like, I just didn't even think that it was there because I, I knew I had it when I was in a certain store and I just didn't even think about it. I was like, well, awesome. And I already canceled all my credit cards. So I was kind of bummed because I'm like, man, I got to have to redo all my, all my business and stuff is all done through those cards. So uh, it's like, I have to redo all my payment on my Amazon, everything. You know what I mean? So I was kind of bummed out, but guess what? I went to the bank and when I went to the bank, I ended up like somehow just feeling this calling to open up a separate, you know, I've had a business for two years now with write-offs and everything. Cause I have a YouTube channel. I spend, you know, I travel a lot for what I do. So I opened up an actual business card and now I'm using that for everything that I do for my business. And it's going to make a huge difference with taxes, a huge difference with everything. But I wouldn't have got there if I didn't think that I lost my wallet. The good thing is I don't have to get a new ID. So it actually is a very beneficial thing. You see what I mean? So it's all the perspective. And I remained in that good energy state no matter what. Even when I lost it. For like two or three minutes, I was kind of freaking out. But then I was like, you know what? It's only going to take me like... 20, 30 minutes to figure this out because I make the phone call, then the cards are on their way. I get a temporary card at Wells Fargo and then I can set an appointment at DMV that can literally be 10 minutes because you go when you make an appointment, it's hella quick. So I was like, it's not that big of a deal. And then of course, once you really let go, I was totally surrendered to it. Already called, got my cards on their way. I then go to eat and then it's like, oh, here's your wallet. And I'm like, Shh, I knew it. So I made a video about it the other day. Um, so let's see. Let's see. Oh, dang. You guys comment. Wow. That's so cool. You guys are commenting so much. I've been, I've been so far up in the chat. Let's see. I'm going to answer a couple more questions because it's at 40 something minutes now and I got some more stuff to do. Here's a fun question. What are your thoughts on extraterrestrials and them being here on earth with us? So depends on what we determine and we call extraterrestrial. 
Now, this is a more esoteric concept because as I talk about this, I'm going to look at the view. I'm going to see how many people stay on for this conversation. This is a very triggering idea for a lot of people because people will start to fall off when they hear the words ET, extraterrestrial. Um, let's see, extraterrestrial. I believe that we are consciousness. I believe that we are not the only consciousness in the universe. I believe that there have been civilizations, and I know someone personally that has dealt and worked with the government, with like the back government, whatever you want to call it, for 30 years, and has confirmed to me that ETs do exist. The government's very aware of them, and it's not a scary thing. To a certain perspective, to some people it may be, but to me it's not scary at all because this is the greatest, this is like the coolest thing. You are an immortal spiritual being having a temporary human experience. At the same time, you believe in this waking life that this is all of who you are. You look around, I'm Aaron, this is who I am, I live in this place, I make videos, I'm on Instagram right now, this is who I am. But when I go to bed at night, I'm going to wake up in a greater reality with more ability than what I'm doing right now, with more perception than I am right now. When we are here, we are confined to a certain level of perception. And in this level of perception, we can only experience that what is relevant to what what we know with our brain. When you go to bed at night, many times like, oh, I had this dream. This dream was this. It may have not actually been that dream. It may be your brain's interpretation of you doing shit in the higher dimensions. Now, this sounds fucking crazy, right? But this is the thing. It may sound crazy, but at the same time, this information has just been not readily talked about. It's not familiar. Be aware, the brain doesn't really necessarily like new things. But this is the thing. It's something that when you start to look into and you become more aware that you are an immortal, immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience, when you become more aware of that, you become more comfortable to these kind of ideas. Because I believe that everyone has connections at different levels, that we are not just one person existing right now. I believe in a certain level, we're dreaming that we're here, but we are really much more expanded than we can even possibly imagine. That in the higher dimensions, in the higher levels of perception, we experience unconditional love. When we come down here, it's a painful experience because we have duality. And because we have duality, many times if we knew what was going on in these higher realms, we would not want to be here. So we shield ourselves from that awareness because a lot of times people are like, I want to be, why do you, why do you think everybody that has an NDE, a near-death experience, doesn't want to come back? Now, of course, it's being interpreted through their own belief system. It's being interpreted to their own belief system, but at the same time, they are interpreting something that their brain must understand. I think at a higher level, we are so much more vast than we can even imagine. And that because we are more vast than we can even imagine, it's like our brain gives us certain symbols. And those symbols represent something to us. So at a greater level, I think we all have connections to what we call ETs. Because we don't actually even have past lives. We have parallel incarnations. The only moment that exists is now. This is the only moment that exists. You've never experienced the past because when it was the past, it was this moment right now. And you will never experience the future because the time the future gets here, it'll be this moment right now. However, all of these different existences exist right now in the present moment. So you may have existences in different parts of the galaxy. You may have existences at different levels of consciousness that you're not consciously aware of because when you are awake here, you're not necessarily aware of it over there unless you do deep meditation, unless you tap into the deeper brainwave states and you expand your perception. So this is a very esoteric concept. But if you guys like this concept, what do you guys think? Should I talk more about this kind of stuff? Because I know that for some people, 
This is something that people don't like to hear a lot of. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. Um, and I normally just, yeah, I normally don't share stuff like this because uh, I have a very unique perspective about it. Not that I'm special or anything or like nobody else thinks this way. But nonetheless, it's just different. Most people have a certain belief system about it. And what I'm saying is that I believe all beliefs are true. It depends on the person and their belief system and the way they interpret the information. But I choose to believe that we are all immortal spiritual beings of temporary human experiences, that when we are awake here, we don't necessarily remember who we are to greater sense, that in the higher realms, we live in an unconditional love state for the most part, that we may still have some type of duality. There's probably still challenges because that's a part of life. That's a part of what we want to experience. That's a part of learning and growth. But it's a much higher level of perception. And that if we knew that, it would be it would be counterproductive to us actually being here and getting our stuff done. We'd say, I want to be there. I don't want to be here. But we got work to do here. And right now on the planet is a time of awareness and it's a time of awakening. And this whole understanding of ETs, this whole understanding of consciousness is something that over the next 20 years is going to be coming out more and more. I can almost guarantee it. I can almost guarantee that this information will be coming out more and more. Now, if you guys are interested in all of this ET information, there's one show that I watch that's called on Gaia TV, Cosmic Disclosure. It'll open up your mind to a whole new level. Go to Gaia.com, G-A-I-A.com slash Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. That's me. And by going there, you'll see my page and you'll see Cosmic Disclosure as one of the videos there. And if you sign up there, I think you get 99 cents for the first month or there's like a whole bunch of discounts for you guys. But they, I teamed up with them because I use them. I don't watch Netflix really. I mainly watch Gaia because it's all, it's like Netflix, but it's, uh, but it's for like being more aware and like more, it's like the Netflix of enlightenment. That's like the motto right now. The idea is you put in all this personal health information. It's a whole bunch of cool shows, stuff like that. Cosmic disclosure is the show that I watch a lot. It's a really cool show. Like I said, it's a little bit more esoteric, but it really resonates with me. You can find it on Gaia.com slash A-A-R-O-N slash Aaron. You'll see me showing you the different stuff that I like. There's also a couple documentaries you can actually watch for free. There's uh, I got them putting on What the Bleep Do We Know and then one of, their, uh, one of Greg Braden. So they're really cool stuff. So anyways, I know that was more esoteric. Let me know if you guys like these esoteric type ideas. Let me see one more time. You guys throw some hearts out if you guys want to see this and hear more. Okay, I take that as a yes. I will talk more about this kind of stuff. And uh, other than that, I want to thank you guys for being here. Once again, the emotional transformation training series, it's free. It's going to be in my bio on Instagram or AaronDowdy.com, and you'll see it as one of the first options. You can sign up for that free training. It's got a whole bunch of, uh, I show you EFT, which is this tapping technique for releasing the energy stored in the meridians of the body. It's a very, it's a proven technique that thousands or hundreds of thousands of people have used to transform their lives. I teach you it. And if you want that, go ahead and sign up there. As always, I want to thank you guys for being here and to say I will catch you guys on the next video. Peace, much love, and namaste.